This episode of Politics Without the Boring Bits is brought to you by Luton Rising, owners of London Luton Airport, the UK's most socially impactful airport. Find out more at lutonrising.org.uk. This episode of Politics Without the Boring Bits is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. BT knows that businesses come in many shapes, sizes and guises, from the person just starting out at their kitchen table to the biggest employer, which is why no matter what line of work you're in, they've got your back to help you succeed and do what you do best. No doubt connectivity is a must in Westminster, and it certainly helped us to get this episode created and distributed to you listening right now. BT already connects more than 1 million businesses and public sector organisations, offering secure and reliable connectivity. Nearly three quarters of people running a business or side hustle feel they couldn't do so without reliable broadband and mobile connectivity. That's why having connectivity you can count on is a must for business, whether it be facilitating multiple devices being connected at once or making team calls or guest Wi-Fi access for customers. BT's connectivity helps keep you and your customers happy. Whatever your business, BT's got your back. Search BT's got your back. Hello, I'm Matt Cholley and this is Politics Without the Boring Bits. Thanks to everyone who's got in touch about the new look and the new name. You're all enjoying my big fat face on the logo, so that's good news. It is helping us climb up the charts a little bit. Do tell your friends, if you listen to an episode and you like it, put it on your social medias because we can bring more people into the Politics Without the Boring Bits family in the run-up to the big election year. Coming up on the podcast today, an absolute treat. It's the eighth time we've done this quiz on this podcast, going all the way back to 2016 when I first started presenting the uh, what was then the Redbox podcast. Of course, we ask who's been paying most attention to politics this year. Is it politicians? Is it journalists? Is it columnists? Is it Times Radio presenters? So over the years, we've had a lot of fun. For the first time, we went to a theatre to do it. The lovely people of the Underbelly Boulevard in Soho. It's a lot of fun. There were uh, some drinks taken. There was a little bit of swearing. Hopefully we've bleeped them all out. But if you spot one that we didn't, sorry about that. And if you like this, you'll love Politics About the Boring Bits live on Times Radio, on your DAB radio, on your smart speaker, or download the Times Radio app. That's Politics About the Boring Bits, weekdays from 10. Okay. I hope so. This has actually been a very boring year politically. We haven't had a new Prime Minister or King or anything. Still, we're here now, and like your child's rack-riddled classroom, 2023 is about to come crashing down around our ears. So now it's time for... Order, order. Politics without the boring quiz. Yes, for the eighth year in a row, first of the podcast and now for Times Radio 2, it is politics without the boring quiz. We will hack away at the year's news like a boring old sycamore, which is blocking the view of this nice dry stone wall. <laughs> uh, we have got a live audience at the Underbelly Soho Boulevard in the heart of trendy London. <laughs> now, apologies if tonight is not very good. Uh, like <laughs> Diane Abbott's letters to the Observer, this is still very much an early draft. <laughs> Uh, what I can guarantee, it is all new. It is all new. Rachel Reeves told me there was definitely all original work. 
for this year's quiz. I approached some of Westminster's brightest and best, but tradition dictates that they weren't available. So we will have to make do with what we've got. First up on the Times radio team, everyone's favourite Hugo, unless, of course, you count Prince Hugo de Bourbon de Parme, the 26-year-old illegitimate son of Prince Carlos, Duke of Parma, in the Dutch royal family, in which case he's everyone's second favourite Hugo, Times columnist and Times radio presenter Hugo Rifkin. And with him, Hadley Freeman, who was in fact the only free woman available. Uh, but let's not get into the gender thing now. Then it turned out that she struggled with a 24-hour clock and her 6.30am flight actually landed at 6.30pm. So right about now she's waiting for her bags. Uh, but luckily uh, we had a backup plan. Uh, it's like the back signal going up. I opened an envelope and Ed Vasey appeared. It's time to is Ed Vasey. <laughs> On the Times lobby team, we've got Patrick Maguire. As a student, he was screen tested for University Challenge, but never made it on air. Imagine, <laughs> imagine looking too weird for University Challenge. And that is my now annual joke about Patrick going on University Challenge. And with him, Red Box editor Lara Spirits, who this year congratulated me on both my work-life balance and my gut health, uh, which raises real concerns about the quality of her journalism. <laughs> and her innards. It's Patrick Maguire and Lara Spirits. <laughs> and on the politicians team, Deputy Chair of the Conservative Party, Nikki Aitken, who this year has criticised a photo of mayoral candidate Susan Hall, called for a crackdown on pedicabs playing pop songs and wanted to ban people eating sausage rolls late at night. So if anyone tries to have fun tonight, you have been warned. It's Nikki Aitken. <laughs> And with a, a politician who's at the centre of a BBC bias row this year, when a presenter on the Today programme was heard on air saying, I like Wes Streeting. <laughs> Having the backing of the Today programme, there's no way you can come back from that. It's Shadow Health Secretary Wes Streeting. <laughs> OK, we begin, first of all, your Heroes of the Year. You've got one each, and I'll award some bonus points along the way depending on how good I think they are. Nikki Aitken, let's start with you. Who's your hero of 2023? My hero is the king, because, uh, you know, he's waited a long time for this gig, uh, and he's got it eventually. He had, um, he had Penny Mordaunt help him with the coronation, and, uh, and he's still kicking a bit of uh, proverbial by wearing his Greek tie. You thought, you thought the king launching an extraordinary attack on your party leader with his I tie just thought, you know, was a good thing. Do you know what? Well, you know, join the club. But... <laughs> <laughs> Wes Streeting, your hero 2023. Well, it was a close-run thing for me because I had a choice of Keir Mather... Alistair Strathairn, Sarah Edwards, or Michael Shanks, all of those historic by-election winners, but I thought, I can't have favourites. Right, sorry, um, just to be clear, I'm going to deduct two points on the table. So. <laughs> Absurd. To be honest, I thought so Nicky's was I quite landed. bad, but that was... <laughs> I landed. No, well, at least she gets a damehood rather than yeah. minus two points. Um, no, but, um, my, 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 serious, my serious answer um, is Harriet Harman for, for two reasons. <laughs> She, she's standing down the next election. I think she has been an incredible trailblazer in politics. She also, and I'm saying this mainly so I get a mention in the foreword of Nadine's paperback, um, she took down the most electorally successful Conservative Prime Minister <laughs> since Margaret Thatcher. 
and of course she was in it with what was it Nadine called it the the, the, movement. the movement the movement yeah so Harriet little known fact but this is for Nadine's paperback she was basically the queen of the movement yeah. are you saying the whole of the Labour Party is in on a plot to bring down the Tories yeah I know it's like extraordinary and what, what's amazing is that loads of Tories have joined in this year which has just been brilliant we've yeah. really enjoyed it uh, just to be clear Nikki did just say I don't think we need any help <laughs> Very good. Uh, Patrick Maguire on the lobby team, your, your uh, hero of 2023. Well, Wes has actually set me up quite nicely because people say contemporary fiction's dead, but <laughs> as someone who has actually read the plot from no. cover to cover... <laughs> no. We found him! You, emer- <laughs> you emerge with a real appreciation for just how daring and sub- subversive and brave a fiction writer Nadine Dorothy is. <laughs> <laughs> OK. Well, that seems to have gone out slightly better. You can have two points. Um, Lara Spirit, your hero of uh, 2023. My hero, though, I'm actually not sure what their name is, but the person that's in charge of the Lib Dem stunts. <laughs> and I think you said that you might actually know who they are. And someone kept one of them in their front room, did Director you of Communications Ollie Grenda for some time had the massive clock, uh, uh, Ed Davies massive clock in her front room. She's got my massive clock. No, not yours. <laughs> Ed Davey, Ed Davey. What's she using it for? Not to tell the time, presumably. So, like, it's people who what made like the the canon, the get the clowns out canon, the thing that gets Ed, Ed Davey in the news exactly. after a by-election. Right, very good. I quite like that. You can have one point for that. Um, Hugo Rifkin, your hero of 2023. My hero of 2023 is Elon Musk, because <laughs> good he, choice. He may be a terrible person. No, he may. He is a terrible person. He has turned Twitter, or whatever it's called now, into a place that is seething with Nazis and hate and anti-Semitism, but I spend a lot less time on it. <laughs> and I'm very grateful for that. And I think he, he deserves some praise. So, well done, Elon Musk. Hmm. Good answer. Oh, I don't know, this is getting a bit question time. Uh, <laughs> you can have one point for that, because for those of us who try to sell books and tour tickets... <laughs> The absence of an audience on Twitter is slightly problematic. Ed Vasey, your, your hero of 2023. Well, I'm tempted to say Hadley Freeman for giving me one of the most humiliating experiences of my life. I spent three days thinking I was Teacher's Pet at Times Radio, that Matt Chorley's big hand had just come down and raised me from obscurity. And then you tweeted this morning, I'm so sorry it's not Hadley Freeman. It's Ed Vasey, and you haven't even given me a table. <laughs> It's unbelievable. I, it's, it's because I know in the House of Lords you have like a small boy who crouches over there. Normally there'd be somebody <laughs> holding my drink. Thanks for the setup, because of course my hero is Lord Cameron. Oh. David Cameron oh. has at last. You're already in the House of Lords. After 40 years. It's very early to lose the room. After 40 years, he has put the upper chamber back where it belongs, on top. It matters now. Very good. So. Let's get on with the quiz. Uh, we uh, kick off, as uh, we obviously should do, because we won't be able to do this next year, uh, with Rishi Sunak. Politicians. Why did the year start with Rishi Sunak being told to belt up? Yeah, you go for it. You know the answer. I was like, lost. I, I thought because he was in doing a video, yep. uh, and, it was, and the car was driving, and he didn't have a seatbelt on. He's a rule breaker. He's a rule breaker. <laughs> Unheard of in number 10. <laughs> he had to apologise for taking off his seatbelt in a moving car to film a social media clip. 
and got a fixed penalty notice the next day. Focus. I mean, the shot was that he was in a car, not that he was wearing a, wasn't wearing a seatbelt. <laughs> right, we move on. We go to the Times radio team now. In June, Rishi Sunak said, Boris Johnson asked me to do something that I wasn't prepared to do because I didn't think it was right. What was it? Could be anything. I thought it was putting Nadine in the House of Lords. It was something to do with that, wasn't it? It's the correct answer. Oh. Oh. Well done. That's all right. Well done, Ed. OK, we move to the Times lobby team now. When Rishi Sunak said, they are good, you need to have escapism in your life, and that's a good thing, what was he talking about? Jilly Cooper novels. Is the correct answer. Jilly Cooper novels. Very good. So let's take a look at where we are on the school so far. The politicians have got five, the journalists have got five, and Times Radio have got five. Rendering rendering those first two rounds a complete waste of time. (laughs) Right, 2023 ended with a group of right-wing Tory MPs and a group of less right-wing Tory MPs squaring up like newsreaders in a car park in Anchorman. There was lots of talk about the moderates taking on the headbangers who were led by Marc Francois, who, like the grand old Duke of Dork, marched everyone up to the top of the hill and then abstained. (laughs) The group of Tory right-wingers are actually made up of five groups of Tory right-wingers known as the mafia-style Five Families, although confusingly some of them are in all five, (laughs) which I think counts as incest. (laughs) So for this round, we are going to play a game of Five Family Fortunes. Yes, welcome to Five Family Fortunes. All you've got to do is name the five families in the Tory party. Uh, We will start with the Times Radio team on the end. Uh, You tell me your thing and then we'll do our survey set. So it'll be just like we're on. Although for legal reasons, this is nothing like Family Fortunes. Uh, Hugo and Ed, name one of the five families. Growth. No, shut up. <laughs> you said... No, no, you no said, growth is one of them. You said... Wait. Growth is one of them. Just, yes, I knew this question just, would come up, and I revised for it, and growth, growth is the really obscure one you'll never get. Growth. Well, we're about to find out. You said growth, our survey said... That's not the name of the group. Can I right. be my own team now? Let's just... Simmer. <laughs> That's so annoying. (laughs) Patrick and Lara, name one of the five families. The New Conservatives. You said the New Conservatives. Our survey said... Very good. Uh, Nicky Aitken and Wes Streeting, name one of the five families. The ERG. You said the ERG. Our survey said... Very good. Ed Vasey and Hugo Rifkin, name one of the five families. You be quiet. <laughs> the Northern Research Group. The Northern, you said say. the Northern Research Group. Our survey said... <laughs> now we come back to Lara and Patrick. One of the five families. The Common Sense Group. Oh. You said the Common Sense Group. Our survey said... <laughs> right, so we're looking, we've got one family left to get. I'm going to stick my neck out and say it's the Conservatives for Growth. Or Growth Group. You said Conservative Growth Group. Our survey said... Yeah. Yeah. Is that me or you? Sorry, 
Sorry, the problem here is that you didn't get conservative and group. We're yes. talking about a conservative group. You just shouted out You can't just say growth. That's no, what Liz Trust did, and look where that's just... <laughs> Right, very good. Uh, we move on to a round called Check Your Privileges Committee. <laughs> Uh, Boris Johnson was obviously in the news a lot this year, earlier this year, and Nadine Doris came to his aid. They were very close throughout a lot of this year, even though he didn't put her in the House of Lords. So, in this round, I'm going to read you a quote, and you have to tell me if it is the words of Nadine Doris or of Boris Johnson. So, after the Farago of growth, let's start with uh, Ed and Hugo at the end. Uh, who said this? He saw me watching him and gave me a fixed and unnatural grin, the bleached dental white of his teeth almost blinding me in the reflected light. Was that Nadine or Boris? It was definitely Boris. Oh. Is the wrong answer. <laughs> that was Nadine Doris talking about Rishi Sunak. Right, we move on to Patrick and Lara. Who wrote this, Boris or Nadine? So, why the epic hoo-ha? Well, I suppose it is partly because it is intended to be a hoo-ha, not least by the tripe-mongering author. Is that Boris or Nadine? That's Boris. That's Boris, the yeah. Is, not a Nadine word. is the right answer. It was Boris Johnson. OK, uh, we're treating a Nicky Aitken. Who said this? Boris Johnson or Nadine Doris? I once ran over him with my motorbike in some long grass. It was terrible. Both wheels straight over his back but he bounced back like a rubber ball, seemingly unshakable in his high opinion of his master. Is that yeah. Boris or Nadine? Boris. Boris. It is Boris Johnson. Yeah. Talking about the time he ran over Dylan the dog. <laughs> <laughs> OK, let's take a look at where we are with the no, scores. Uh, the Times Radio team are currently in third place with eight. <laughs> the politicians are on nine and currently in the lead, the lobby team with ten points. <laughs> OK, we've already covered what was going on in the Tory party this year. Let's turn our attention now to the Labour Party. It was David Lammy, the shadow foreign secretary no less, who declared that Keir Starmer's leadership hasn't quite landed with the kind of razzmatazz that you would associate with the Clinton, Obama and Blair era of politics. But since then, Keir Starmer's been trying some jokes. So in this round, we are going to give you the setup to one of his side splitters, and you just need to give us the punchline. However, if your punchline is any good, or indeed better, I will, I will award uh, bonus points. So we will start with the politicians' team, uh, Wes Streeting and uh, Nicky Aitken. This is the setup to the first of Keir Starmer's jokes. The Prime Minister spent this week arguing about an ancient relic that only a tiny minority of the British public have any interest in. And he's now announced that David Cameron is Foreign Secretary. <laughs> That's good. You can have a bonus for that. It's not the right answer. Any ideas? It was the Elgin Marbles yeah, joke yeah. at PMQs, but yeah. I can't remember because I wasn't at PMQs you that there. week. No. But well, you're going to struggle on this round. I was there. For the record, if you're listening, boss, I wasn't there. I, I was do... there and I can't remember it. Okay. It was so memorable. So he said it's uh, the Tory party's been obsessed with an ancient relic which is beyond its use, whatever. So this was the punchline. Mr. Speaker, that's enough about the Tory party. <laughs> it's the way he tells them. It is the way he tells them. There's a lot more that comes up. Um, right, uh, the second one for the politicians. This is uh, Keir Starmer's second setup. Madam Timothy, for, forget the private jet. Forget the private jet. 
Private dancer, dance <laughs> on my... I, don't, I don't know the answer. I know, I know we're in Soho words. Words, but that was a very... <laughs> private jet. Forget the private jets. The Prime Minister likes to fill up his car with petrol. <laughs> oh! Somebody in the audience has shouted out. Well, let, let's find out. Uh, you said forget the private jet. He's, he's obviously on a private planet of his own. <laughs> I'm going to be so fired. It's brilliant. <laughs> but the way they're really landing in the room here. Uh, that gentleman over there can get a point. Right, let's move on to the Times Radio team now. Uh, this is your Keir Starmer setup. Mr. Speaker, never mind the British Museum. Never mind the British Museum. What no, about the British? What about the British people? I don't know. What. Never mind the British Museum. What about Stop. the British people? <laughs> you can't get a point for it, but go on. You do know what it is. Oh, it's the Prime Minister that's lost his marbles. Oh, yeah. Let's take a listen. Yes. The Prime Minister has obviously lost his marbles. <laughs> uh, right, this is uh, for Ed Vasey and Hugo Rifkin. It's your second Keir Starmer setup. I would say that this treaty's got more holes in than the Swiss cheese. But I'm not talking to Liz Truss, so no one cares. <laughs> um, That's good, you can have a point for that. Alright. Yeah? Uh, you don't know what it is, though. I'm Do you know what it is, Wes? I, I think it's, um, but I don't want to embarrass the Prime Minister any further or something like that. Let's take a look. But I don't want to wind up the Prime Minister by talking about a European country again. Yeah, that was basically just what I said. Just well, you're not having a bonus point for that because it didn't, it didn't land in the room. Right, we move on then. The, uh, the lobby team, Patrick Maguire and uh, Lara Spirits. This is your first Keir Starmer setup. It is ironic. But he's suddenly taken such a keen interest in Greek culture. No. The guy who writes yeah. these is a real, um, is a uh, genius. Not very funny. No, well, well you know, Patrick, he's, Patrick. he's a good guy. Uh, uh, Patrick, this uh, is not the chance to butter up your sources. Uh, <laughs> uh, I know he's taken a key interest in Greek history. Let's this take a listen. so frustrating. <laughs> when he's clearly become the man with the reverse Midas touch. <laughs> Everything he touches turns to... Uh, maybe the Home Secretary could help me out here. Uh, rubbish. Patrick and Lara, this is your second hilarious Keir Starmer setup. was mentioned of Margaret Thatcher earlier. How... Madam Deputy Speaker... How... What a, there's understandable excitement about the but the House must listen to the Leader of the Opposition, Sir Keir Starmer. Party go from up yours to laws. Conservative Party. The Conservative Party went from up yours to laws. It's so bad it doesn't even rhyme or it doesn't even make any sense. From up yours to laws to... Keep our money, Kagami. No, no, it's take our money, Kagami. No, come on, that's not fair. That's right. I got there first. Take our money, Kagami. Yes, that's right, that's what I said. That's not what you said. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> right. This round is called Party People. I was repeatedly assured there were no other parties, but I now accept that that was a mistake. So, in this round, I will look at some of the other political outfits who made the news. I've got nine questions. You just pick a number from one to nine. And some are easier than others. Hugo and Ed. Okay, seven. <laughs> Number seven. What is currently the fourth largest group of MPs in the Commons? Suspended. <laughs> I mean, that... Be very careful. It is, it's independence. The independence is the right answer. That's a point for Ed and Hugo. That's the right answer. That's the independence with 18 MPs having had the witness drawn, meaning they've See, overtaken... Think, think, people think 
MPs just follow the party line when it's changing. No. <laughs> no to be clear, they're all people accused of, of sex offences and breaking common rules. It's not because they're spirited. <laughs> Patrick Maguire and Lara Spirit, you can have one, three, five, six or eight. Eight, please. Number eight, name the two Alba MPs. Uh, Kenny McCaskill and Neil Hanvey. Oh, oh. that is legend. <laughs> Can I just say that they, I think that's an automatic win. That's a kind of... Yeah. That's, that's, that's like the X Factor golden ticket. <laughs> or, although he could be lying and no one in the room would know. <laughs> 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 right, final one then. Uh, politicians, Wedge Streeting and Nicky Aitken. The chips were down for Mr Potato Head when he was suspended from the Commons in January for breaking lobbying rules. Suspended from the Tory party in April for comparing the vaccine rollout to the Holocaust. Oh, yes. And ends the year with the threat of investigation for failing to declare £3.9 million in loans. Who is it? Andrew Bridgen. Andrew Bridgen. A round of applause for Andrew Bridgen. <laughs> One of Matt Chorley's closest friends. Yeah, he's one of my... He lent him that suit. <laughs> right, let's take a look at the scores at the halfway points. With 12 points, the Times radio team are currently in third place. With 14 points, the politicians are currently in the lead, the lobby team, with 17 points. Still to come. Still to come, we'll get your villains of the year... And Peter Mandelson will ask about this year's Quitters, Not Fighters. First, let's get the news here on Times Radio. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode of Politics Without the Boring Bits is brought to you by Luton Rising, owners of London Luton Airport, the UK's most socially impactful airport. Find out more at lutonrising.org.uk. Welcome back to Politics Without the Boring Quiz. Uh, yes, we are at the Underbelly Boulevard in Soho. Here we are in the middle of a near catastrophic car chase of news. I'm Matt Jolly, still joined by, on the politics team, the politicians team, Nikki Aitken is Deputy Chair of the Conservative Party, West Treating as Labour's Shadow Health Secretary. On the Times radio team, Ed Vazin, Hugo Rifkin. And on the Times lobby team, Patrick Maguire and Lara Spirits. 
Okay, uh, let's take a look at how the uh, scores come. Look, to be honest, it's all still to play for. Don't get disheartened, Ed. The Times Radio team are on 12 points. Just ahead of them on 14 are the Politicians team and the Times Lobby team are on 17 points. But anything could happen in the uh, second half. Uh, we did your heroes earlier, so let's have your villains of the year. Ed Vasey, your villain of the year. Michelle Moon. Hey, hey. <laughs> I'm going to give you 60 million points. <laughs> Hugo Rifkin, your villain of the year. Well, my hero of the year was Elon Musk, and I did want my villain of the year to be Elon Musk, but I wasn't allowed. Um, so my villain of the year is Joe Biden. Because, <gasps> big fan, like him a lot. But no, no, don't ruin it. No, no, no. Go full on. I'm not going to go full on. The problem is, I can't think of another human being in on planet earth who would be about to lose an election to donald trump and yet he is it's remarkable I sort of Min- a bit minus, five minus, five points. minus five points minus five points minus five, minus five points uh, right uh, let's go to the politicians now uh nikki aitkin deputy chair of the conservative party who's your villain of the year well i don't want to tell you this matt but i am no longer the deputy chairman of the party are you not no, what I ste- no i stepped what? Da- i stepped down at the last Oh my God, Nicky, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Was, it, was it just during There's the break now? <laughs> There's a home for disaffected... There's a home for all disaffected Conservatives in the Labour Party, because Nicky. Tell think, us more. I don't think we can bring you in. <laughs> no, don't worry, anyway, Nicky. Um, no, no, no. We're going to have to go back to the beginning and start again. <laughs> my, my, my bit of the year is Congress, well, former Congressman George Santos, who is the guy who got kicked out of Congress for lying. Right. Fancy a politician that, lying with. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that was, but I just think he's given... All politicians are really bad names. Yeah. The American yeah. Boris Johnson, yeah. take him down. <laughs> well, I gave you a chance and uh, you didn't take it, so you're getting no points. No, come on, that's not fair. She's been sacked unjustly. And I, wasn't those... sacked. <laughs> I wasn't sacked! I wasn't sacked! Sorry. Nikki, Nikki, step back. Why did you step back, Nikki? Spend, spend time with my children. She's focusing on her pedicabs I've, I've bill. Met, yes, my pedicabs bill. Who, who likes pedicabs here? Hey! <laughs> no, we don't like pedicabs. Oh, we don't yeah, like pedicabs. No, no one likes them. No one likes them. Um, who is stating who is your villain of the year? This is a hotly contested um, category, not least because all of my other answers were exhausted by the panellists. And the reason I didn't offer this one is I just thought someone would have taken it. It's obviously... Cruella Braverman. Cruella Braverman. Cruella. Stop singing. Somebody just shouted out, stop singing. (laughs) I'm here all night. I I hate to say it because I think she loves the notoriety of being a pantomime villain, except she is objectively the worst home secretary this country has ever had. In fact, she makes Pretty Patel look liberal. <laughs> like, who would have thought we would be in the position where we'd be like, oh, do you remember the good old days of that soft liberal Pretty Patel? Um, now, in the it's interest... It's astonishing, but that's who... I'm aware, you know, that we are we're on Times Radio, we are um, off-com regulated, so we'll just pause there so that Nikki can, can <laughs> leap to Suella's defence. <laughs> Patrick Maguire, your villain of the year. Well, despite what I said earlier, the week of my life I spent reading the plot to review it in the Times, I'll never get back. So Nadine Dorries is also my villain of the year. (laughs) It took you a week. (laughs) 
That's exactly what I was thinking. At, at, po at points, it's not really recognisable as English, so it's... Lara Spirit, your villain of the year? Mine isn't a person. Okay. It's the SNP camper van. Is that fine? Yes. I just, it's just, I can't say anything more. For yeah, legal for legal reasons. Now we come to a round called Who Said That? In your pairs, one of you is going to read out a list of quotes against the clock and the other person has to guess who that. said it. There are bonus points if you do impressions. Uh, and we'll start with the team that's currently in last place, which is the politicians. Who's reading and who's guessing? I'll read, Nicky, you guess, because I can do impressions, I think. Oh. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Oh, that's fighting to fight. So, uh, it's time limited, so you have to stop when the whistle goes. This is Who Said That? The Politicians. Your time starts now. Of course I'm surprised that one of my colleagues has been arrested. That's actually quite uh, good. Uh, 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 Yusuf. Is the right answer. I'm blunt about the fact that the NHS is no longer the envy of the world. Really We're streeting! It's the right answer. Your choice of, Susan, of photo of Susan Hall is clear mockery and it is contemptible. Nikki Aiken. Absolutely. Is the right answer. These houses are really beautiful, great quality, really welcoming, and so I where really love yeah. <laughs> The right um, answer. What's a Greek accent? I mean, it's. <laughs> I mean, it's as if I told you the... The Prime Minister of Greece! Yes, that's right! Uh, What's his full I name? I have no idea, it's Greek! I just think there's a big audience out there who watches the programme who are actually people worth talking to down under. <coughs> Nigel Farage! Very good. These were inadvertent mistakes and will be rectified in future reprints. What? Uh, uh, Rachel Reed. Wow! <laughs> wow! And then another one, I admit the communication wasn't as good as I would want it to be. She crushed the economy. Trust, Liz. Yeah, Liz, trust. Um, oh, and the time is oh, up. Round of applause for Liz Peter. Can I just say, for the, for the sake of the future funding of the NHS, please delete my Rachel Reeves right. impression. <laughs> well, you might want to hear what I've got to say first. So first of all, you've got seven right. Woo! So that's yeah. really good. Uh, I'll give you some bonus points. I thought the Humza Yousaf was very good. Thank you. Yep. The West Streeting, I'm going to take away a point for because it sounded nothing like him. I'll give you two bonus points for your Rachel Reeves. Yeah, I'll take it. You can have a bonus for your Liz Truss as well. So that's one, what? So that's three bonus points. That's ten, ten altogether on that round. Well done. Yeah. Right, now we come to the lobby team who are now in last place. Who is reading <laughs> and who is guessing? In a decision we might regret, I'm going to read. So Patrick Maguire is going to read. Lara Spirit is guessing. Your time starts now. A lot of people will be eating turnips right now rather than thinking necessarily about aspects of lettuce. And, correct. It's great to be home. This was the home of my mother. Yeah. Very good. Nobody's ever committed a crime after being executed. You know that, don't you? 100% success rate. I'm here to say to you, hand on heart, I did not lie to the house. Boris Johnson. Yeah. Do I answer? I've somehow resisted having any Coke so far, although the fridges are everywhere. It? Yeah. Uh, you visited as a prince, you returned as a king. <laughs> <laughs> Your Majesty, welcome. <laughs> Macron. Yeah. Macron is the right answer, very good. If Rishi's soon out, fancies a game of chess, I'm happy to take him on. Rachel Reed is the right answer. <laughs> 
A week of Frankie. Welcome to the world. Frank Alfred Odysseus Johnson, born 5th of July. Carrie also Johnson. my birthday, yeah. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> so you got eight right there. I'll give you bonus points. So you can get bonus point for Donald Trump and Lee Anderson and Boris Johnson and Macron. <laughs> And Rachel Reeves, and I think Carrie no, Johnson. No, no, Rachel Reeves was terrible. It was like. Well, then we're definitely just going to clip that up. Like <laughs> <laughs> Times radio team, Hugo Rifkin and Ed Vasey. Who said that your time starts now? I'm hugely disappointed and sad at the massive betrayal and breach of trust by Isabel Oakeshott. Oh, um, Matt Hancock. It's a correct answer. <laughs> I think what will probably be clear in COVID, it was the wrong crisis for this Prime Minister's skill set. Um, Lee Kane. This is the right answer. He's from Ormskirk, that's not how people from Ormskirk sound. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure Ed's ever been to Ormskirk. <laughs> I think, well, uh, this is just an immeasurably cruel policy directed at the most vulnerable uh, people in language that is not dissimilar to that used by Germany in the 30s. Gary Lineker. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, very good. <laughs> Ed, Ed, you, you know, again, you're doing mime on the radio again. I wasn't sure if you were kicking a football or I having have a stroke. Of one. It didn't help because I thought he was a Thunderbird, so. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Labour leader is Beach Ken. When we examine his weak record on union demands on, board, on border control, on protecting the public and stopping small boats, we discover that, like Beach Ken, he has zero balls. What am I Holding up a sword! <laughs> so, uh, for the benefit of the listeners, when we when we said we wanted impressions, we thought they might be more verbal than physical. So, if we could just bring it back to the um, where we were. Right, let's take a look at the scores. Currently in third place with 27 points of the politicians. Then. <gasps> With 32 are Times Radio, with 34 currently the leader of the Times, Robbie Dulles. Okay, for our next round, we've got a special guest. I'm Peter Mandelson and I'm a quitter. Oh, <laughs> okay, let's try that again. I'm Peter Mandelson and I'm a fighter, not a quitter. But there were quite a lot of quitters this year and you just need to name them. So, Peter Manelson is going to ask the questions and you are going to give the answers. Right. Okay, so we will kick off. Let's go with our, coming in third place, the politicians. You can go first. Uh, for question number one, it's over to Peter. So, first of all, which man of letters quit declaring, I have decided to bring this fascinating and fulfilling chapter of my life to a close while I am young enough to pursue other opportunities and interests, so I will not be standing at the next election. No, Ed, it's not for you to... It's not... It's not, it's not that sort of evening. So, uh, Nicky and Wes, who was the man of letters who said that? He's not standing again. What does man of letters mean for well, normal people? Well, for the purposes of the Lights. quiz, it might be a clue. <laughs> yeah, what letters? What do you mean, man of letters? Is this like, is this a, is this the sort of thing that these guys down the other end know? No, about? you will know, you will, you'll get it. No, he hasn't got it. <laughs> right. I'll open it up. If anyone wants yes. to jingle in, yes. 
Where are you go? No, 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 please. You know. No, I can. Ed and Hugo. I, I, I think I read it wrong. It's Graham Brady. Peter, is that the right answer? <laughs> Graham Brady is the right answer. <laughs> See, man of letters, because he had all the letters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do the crypto. I, I spoke to Peter last night, and I'm really pissed off he didn't give me the answers to this yeah. round. <laughs> right, uh, let's move on now to the Times radio team. Uh, this is your question from Peter. Do not cross the green man. Which quitter said, The problem is not that the government is hostile to the environment, it is that you, our Prime Minister, are simply uninterested. Oh, I know this. Ed Vazin, Hugo Rifkin, who said that? Zach Goldsmith. That's not oh. fair. You're saying Zach Goldsmith. Peter, what's the answer? Zach Goldsmith. <laughs> Not fair. But we're well, literally the same person. <laughs> we are. We are two extraordinarily good-looking, wealthy yeah. men. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you certainly were. Yeah. Okay. Now we move on to the uh, lobby team. Patrick Guy with lower spirit. This is your first question from Peter Madison. Who was the quitter? Who was just too busy not to quit? Saying, it's actually hard work. I've been working like seven days a week and I'm also managing these outside jobs as well as my role as a member of parliament. Who said that? Patrick and Lara. That's the quitter who was just too busy not to quit. I feel like you would know that. Is it Nadine? You're saying Nadine Doris. Peter, who was it? Nadine Doris. Peter Madison's really working, isn't it, as a format? I think this, might, this, could, this could run and run. Right, come on, let's press on, let's press on. It's quarter, it's quarter to ten! Oh my God, right, here we go. Oh no. Here we go. We were, suppo we were supposed to be at a Times 10. lobby dinner at half past eight. Right, here we go, let's move on, let's move on. Right, politicians now, this is your second question from Peter Mandelson. Which quitter quit because they no longer have enough in the tank to do their job justice? Yeah, calm down, We've, we're still conferring with the audience. <laughs> oh, no, 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 Ben Wallace. <laughs> yes, it was. OK, no. you've said Ben Wallace. Peter, who was it? Jacinda Ardern. Oh, right. Well, oh. Well, no, I'm sorry, oh, internationally. Just tell us it left the I thought that was quite a good guess of a tank. OK, fine. Right, we'll move on. Hugo and Ed, here's your second question from Peter. Which quitter got on their high horse, claiming they had become hoarse in shouting, adding... I may not have always found the right words, but I have always striven to give voice to the quiet majority. Easy, easy, easy. <laughs> who, became be who became hoarse shouting and then resigned? Oh, uh, oh, Suella. Yeah. Uh, you said Suella Bravman. Peter, who was it? Suella Bravman. Um, could we, for the benefit of the take, just hear Peter Madelson say Suella Braverman again? Suella Braverman. Suella. Lovely. Suella. And finally, the journalists, the Times lobby team, Patrick Garland, Lara Spirit. Here's your last question from Peter Madelson. Who was the quitter who suggested they shouldn't have quit because the, quote, the Kafkaesque saga I endured was shorn of the safeguards most people enjoy? Was it Boris Johnson? You no. said Boris Johnson. I Peter, 
Was it Boris Johnson? Dominic Raab. Oh. oh. Hold on, we had that. I had that. I, I know, but for the purpose of the format, it doesn't work, does it? <laughs> right, that brings us to the end of... <laughs> that brings us to the end of uh, Quitters Not Fighters. A massive round of applause for Peter Battleson. <laughs> OK, going into the last round. This oh, is God. how... This is how the scores currently look. In second place, with 27 points, are the politicians. And in joint first, with 35, are the Times Radio team and the lobby team. How can Ed Vasey beat us? (laughs) It's a time stitch-up. Hugo Rifkin did not realise which stallion he was attached to. Okay, the last round is called Any Other Business. It's it's a chance to get lots of points on the on the on the scoreboard. So it's fingers on buzzers and bells. Just to remind us, uh, Nikki and Wes, your 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 sound. Nice honky horn, very nice. Patching alarm. The Christmas bells and Hugo and Ed. Okay. And we've got an indeterminate length of time. Oh, good. <laughs> we could be here for hours. Right, here we go. Ready. And your time starts now. Which rock star turned up to PMQs this year? <laughs> Nicky Aitken. The guy from Kiss. Whose name is? Patrick McGuire. Gene Simmons is a Gene guest Simmons of Ian Paisley Jr. Gene Simmons is the right That's a point for Patrick and Lara. You can have a point for saying kiss and a point for Patrick and Lara. Lovely. After his many run-ins with the police, why was Boris Johnson let off by police in the Netherlands in May? Because they didn't know who he was. Hugo Rifkin. Uh, no, that's not the right answer. A driver pulled over and was arrested on suspicion drink driving. Uh, yes. He produced a novelty Boris Johnson driving license. Uh, and uh, was let off. Apparently it works everywhere. Right, next one. Who Wait, I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm sorry. He was let off. I, well, we don't know. Let's not get Bob Dylan in that. <laughs> just because if, no, if he was let off, that might mean it's because they didn't know who he was, and that's what I said. No, no, Hugo, stop. Move on. <laughs> don't be that guy. The next question. What did Emmanuel Macron do in just 17 seconds? <laughs> Filthy mind. <laughs> Emmanuel Macron did something on camera in just 17 seconds. No? Have a guess? Anyone? He drank a bottle of beer in one. Which Tory MP had a set to with the Stop Brexit man Steve Gray stealing his hat and telling him to get a proper job? Patrick McGuire? Lee Anderson. Lee Anderson is the right answer. In July, the Foreign Office issued a travel warning for Britain's travelling to which country which is in the grip of major riots? Hugo Rifkin. France. France is the right answer. Who did Oliver Dowden call the Phil and Holly of British politics? Patrick Maguire. Keir Starmer and Angela Rayner. Keir Starmer and Angela Rayner is the right answer. I knew that but wouldn't say it. Which former <laughs> transport minister won an Oscar? Glenda Jackson. Glenda Jackson is the right answer. Glenda Jackson, of course, he died this year. Richard Sharp resigned as chairman of the BBC after failing to declare his connection to a loan secured by Boris Johnson for how much? £800,000. £800,000 is right, Lars Stewart. They didn't ring their buzzer. They didn't ring their buzzer. I heard it. <laughs> okay, um, uh, Ed Basie, this is just a question for you. Which guest's appearance on Good Morning Britain prompted viewers to ask, who's cut his hair, Edward Scissorhands? And another added, what did he comb his hair with, an egg whisk? It was Ed Basie. 
Lord Vasey of Didcot. Is the right answer. <laughs> Somebody yeah. said that's bullying. We should get that point there. Okay, let's take a look now at the final scores. So, in third place, very much the Lib Dems of the evening. Don't you dare. With 30 points, it's the politicians. <laughs> in second place, with 37 points, Times Radio. Oh, no. Just two points ahead with 39 points of the Times lobby team. Four, four years in a row. Four years in a row. So, I'd like to, oh, a fix. I'd like to appeal. <laughs> we well, haven't we, appealed I, all evening, so. <laughs> I feel we should have come last. <laughs> I think so too. Yeah, we all think so. <laughs> all right, I no longer feel we should have come last. I've changed my mind. So, a seat in the Lords for the winners, a seat next to Matt Hancock for the losers. <laughs> My huge, huge thanks to Nicky Aitken, Wes Streeting, Ed Vasey, Hugo Rifkin, Patrick McGuire and Lara Speed. Because I don't do it often enough. A huge thanks to my brilliant team of producers who have not just put together tonight, but do so much. They work so hard. Uh, they work almost as hard as they drink. Um, a huge thanks to my brilliant team of producers, Andrew Alexander, Lewis Decker, Erin Carney, Kia Branning and Tom Vigar. <laughs> Thank you to the whole team here and to Simon Field and all the technicians who've hopefully uh, recorded it properly. Uh, and <laughs> We're not very, doing it again. Yeah. Hopefully press play and record at the same time. <laughs> and it'll be just fine. A massive thank you to you, our wonderful audience here at the yes. Underbelly Boulevard. Yay. That's it for another year. Thank you for listening to Politics at the Boring Quiz. <laughs> This episode of Politics Without the Boring Bits is brought to you by Luton Rising, owners of London Luton Airport, the UK's most socially impactful airport. Find out more at lutonrising.org.uk. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.